Hey guys, welcome to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Moreland. And on today's episode, we'll be doing a competition breakdown where we get with a winner of a competition and let them break down their cast for us. Y'all stay tuned and we're about to put them on the spot. Today's word, Isaiah 12, 2. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord himself, is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Isaiah 12, 2. All right, guys. Welcome to this episode of the Competition Breakdown. We're going to be talking to the winner of night two's pro sport razor shootout it was july the 16th of 2022 it was in rochester indiana and it was mr earl hostetler hostetler mr earl how are you yeah i'm but how about you i'm doing good mr earl if you don't mind tell us a little about yourself and where you're from okay um i'm from uh lagrange indiana i work with michigan equipment which installing equipment in big big chicken houses and um i do all the service calls on those and if i'm not working i'm coon hunting more or less uh pretty much my lifestyle for the past years i got you yeah and this dog i i've got roxy she's i raised her as a puppy uh used to own her mom she died about a year ago one of the best dogs i ever owned what's she out of roxy um her mom was uh off of mr clean and uh tequila sunrise female and uh her sire is a uh, little money which goes back to big money i got you uh, Kevin gable mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive to be hunting your own dogs yeah well i've uh i've actually been doing that for several years now since i since i bought her mom i bought her mom as a as a 13 week old puppy started her and i had her until she was uh, almost 10 years old before she died wow um, yeah i had another had another female off the first litter I had off of her, um, uh, Tequila's Wedding Bells. I won the state race with her, PKC, in 2018. And um, played second in Spring Super Stakes in 2019. Won the Reading Pro Hunt with her. Ended up selling her, regretting that. That's what you normally do when you sell the good ones. I tell you, I miss her. I know that. You always think you can buy a better one. Uh, it, it don't happen, though. Oh, I know. If so, if somebody's willing to give you a lot of money for a dog, there's a pretty good indication that it's going to be pretty tough to replace it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Agreed there. I got you. Well, that's pretty cool. How close was the hunt to your hometown where you live? Uh, right around two hours. Two hours. So it's a pretty close hunt then. Yeah, it wasn't too far. Yeah. I got you. Do you hunt a lot of the pro sport hunts, or was this one of the first ones? Or That was actually the first hunt I ever entered in pro sport. You started off pretty strong. I guess. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even uh, get my membership until Friday nights before we entered. So, yeah, that worked out pretty good. That's, that's hard, to, hard to complain right there. That's, a heck, that's, of, right. that's a heck of a first lick. All right, so Mr. Earl, we're going to talk about your first cast. Can you remember who you drew out with on Saturday yeah. night? Yeah. Um, okay, it was uh, Jeff Rickless, um, Hunt Hobo. He won Friday nights place first on friday nights so mm-hmm. um and then uh, lonnie hubbard um with joy with joy there you go i was just trying to get the name on it 
um, Hunt and Joy, and then uh, Ricky Osborne had the kneel dog. Uh, had the kneel dog, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So when we we cut loose, and it was it was, we never really made it into the woods, but there's a corn big big cornfield to the right hand side of the woods, and there's a ditch going right through, right down the edge of the woods there, and we cut loose, and I struck for a hundred, and they all struck right there by us, and they kind of worked this this hot track out into the corn and the others all come back out to back to the edge of the woods there actually pretty much about come back out to us um and mine kind of went on down down through a couple rows and then cut through the corn and then burnt this hot track across the corn over to this other tree line all right so you struck for what for a hundred you struck for a hundred okay yeah and uh Lonnie was struck for 75 and Jeff was struck for 50 and the Rick was struck for 25. Okay. Um, so, so mine goes on over to this other tree line on the other side of the cornfield and comes treed. Um, so I, I treated her for a hundred. And as we started that way, Lonnie treed, treed joy, uh, straight in down the edge of the woods there, treed to hit a uh, treat joy. And, and then we were walking on, on through the corn and then Rick, uh, Jeff actually treed hobo over there towards where joy was at. Um, so we started on through the corn and somehow, I'm not sure how it happened. Something, um, uh, I mean, it was, we had to walk crossways through the corn. Something yeah. you can imagine how that goes, but, um, Jeff got separated from the cast and we get over there to my tree and we all thought he was right behind us. Um, so we get to my tree and we stood there and waited and waited and, and finally ended up calling time out because while well, Jeff wasn't nowhere, nowhere around and we had to start the hour on him. Well, so I, I was sitting there with a hundred and a hundred pending. Uh, I mean, I pulled her off the tree and looked up and there was a coon sitting right above her uh, um, and had to call time out and couldn't, couldn't even get that coon scored. So, so when you call time out, I'm sure you're pretty disappointed because it's tough yeah. to pull a dog off of a hundred and a hundred in a hunt and like not, this. Oh yeah. And not be able to score on it. Oh yeah. All right. So, yeah. so you call time out. What happens? Um, we called time out and they, they all went and got their dogs. I met them up at the truck then. Um, and I think there was like hour and 35 left or something like that in the hunt. Um, but we finally got our, their dogs all gathered up and we went on down the road about a mile or so and drove in behind this other farmhouse and turned loose. And, um, my dog, uh, went straight in, cut a little bit to the left handed and the other dogs all went in and cut right handed. And, uh, mine open and me and jeff uh, me and rick both struck at the same time and uh well we all agreed there was only one dog barking and it was quite obviously with mine okay um so jeff uh rick, sorry rick and i ended up taking 100 minus there um well. and i i struck him for 100 uh-huh. and then uh, jeff rickless struck struck his for 75 way way over right-handed from us okay. and um lonnie struck for 50 and rick struck for 25 so um, we kind of, you know, tried to split the difference a little bit there. And then Jeff ended up treating his dog, treated Hobo. He was probably close to three quarter mile or so from where we were standing at. And as we started kind of walking that direction, um, mine come treed about 500 yards or so straight in from where, where we cut her loose at. Um, okay. so I treated her as we were walking towards Jeff's tree okay. <laughs> and, um, we get over there, uh, walking towards Jeff's tree, Rick trees, his dog. We get over there, finally get over to Jeff's tree and, and shine his, and he's got a coon sitting. And uh, then Lonnie ends up withdrawing because, well, his dog was treed too, but by the time we walked all the way back to mine and back over to Rick's and then to his, and he would have had to treat two coon either way. So yeah, 
So he just time, he wasn't gonna have time. Yeah, no, there was no way he's gonna have enough time to do that. So okay, so so Jeff sitting, Jeff's Jeff sitting at one seventy five. Yeah, um, and I'm sitting at two hundred pending, and uh, Rick was sitting at at one twenty five pending with uh, hundred minus. Okay. So, so we're heading to we, your dog, and do you remember how about how far it was from Jeff's? Um, I'd say probably right around point eight or some. I mean, right around that. Okay. Point eight, point eight two, something like that, from where Jeff. So a pretty good at. height. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We walked up and down that road. I don't know how many times. <laughs> um, yeah, we finally get back over to her, and uh, as we were walking towards her, uh, Jeff struck Hobo back in. Okay. We get on, get on over to her, and she's done it right on the edge of a ditch bank, and uh, just on a smaller tree, had a coon sitting above her, so, so she, she had two hundred plus. Mm-hmm. And Jeff's at yeah. one seventy five with two hundred pending. What about Rick at this uh, point? Rick's at uh, hundred minus with uh, uh, one twenty five pending. Okay. Um, and I'm at two hundred plus, so I pulled her off, and <clears throat> walked her a minute, and I cut her back loose, and she kind of whips around kind of right i mean right along the edge of the field right there but pretty much about where i cut her loose at and and she struck back in again for a quarter and mm-hmm. uh, so we started walking kept on walking towards rick dog he was over towards the area where where jeff was treated at the first uh, the first tree he made so i mean it was a good good hike back over there probably close to three quarter mile back over to where rick was treated at yeah. and uh we started that direction the wind was kind of blowing right towards us from from their dogs so it was pretty easy to hear their dogs yeah it was carrying um Oh yeah, and uh, we started that way, and then and Jeff treat treat Hobo right over there towards where Rick was treated again. So we walked down the road towards uh, Rick's dog, and I just knew no, there was no way I was gonna be hearing mine again because yeah, well the wind was blowing towards her, and and the direction we had to walk, and I figured we'd run out of time. Yeah, but we walk on on down there towards Rick's dog, and finally get over there to him, and and he's got a cane uh, that puts him at at uh, twenty five plus. Okay. Um, and then, uh, Jeff's dog was treated maybe, maybe 75 yards, if that on down the tree line from where Rick's dog was. And, uh, we still hadn't heard, heard mine. So, um, we walk on down there, score his tree and he's got a coon. So that puts him at 300 plus. What's and going through your head at this moment? How far, all right. I want to know how far you was from the last place you heard your dog. Um, from the last place I heard my dog was probably, uh well over half mile well okay and y'all had um, to go back there before yeah before we could start the six or, or the you know the yeah start the time on her or, or before Brit, uh, jeff could even recut we had to yeah. you know get back to where we last heard her so we i i just uh, man i was i was putting the hike on because i i kind of figured we'd be really running out of time there was like 11 and a half minutes left well when we pulled off off of jeff tree so um yeah so i was walking down the edge of the field out to the road about as quick as i possibly could <laughs> Uh, we get on down the road and we got to within about 850 yards from her and there's a minute and a half left in the cast and I stopped and we actually heard her treating and I, I was I couldn't believe it I was tickled to death I just knew I just knew we would never hear her again so yeah I got her treat in for for 125 okay and Jeff actually recut with like a minute left and uh, there wasn't really no yeah. point in. so we walk on over towards her and I, I mean, I've hunted her long enough. I know, I just knew she had a coon. I mean, that was just. You could tell by her barking. Oh yeah. That, well, she just, it's very seldom that she actually does miss. Yeah. And they, they all do, but you know, for the most part, she's, she's pretty honest. Well. Um, 
So walking over there across the field towards her, and we were maybe 100 yards from her tree, and she was right on the edge of the woods. I mean, there's a hay field right in front of her. And uh, yeah, walking across the field, that uh, hay field there, we we seen eyeballs walking in toward, towards her. So, I mean, within 100 yards of the tree, we already knew she had the coon. I bet that was a great uh, feeling when you got your hands oh, on her. Oh, it was, man. I tell you, it was a weight lifted <laughs> off my shoulder. <laughs> man, that's yeah. good. It made you feel good going back to the clubhouse. It did. I'm telling you. I mean, after after that first drop we had, I I just knew my night was over. I mean, I I figured that was her shot, and that was you know that was done for. It's funny how how the ebbs and flows of it. I mean, one moment you you feel like you're whooped, and the next moment you're on top of the world. Absolutely, uh, so. it's the best feeling there is. I'm telling you. I got um, you. That adrenaline rush there, right when it right comes right down to the end of it, there is there's just no feeling like it. Oh, I, yeah, I can imagine. So yeah, it's yeah, it's something else. I mean, it's definitely it's kind of addictive, you could say. <laughs> it, it is. It, it's a drug. I mean, that's what it, it is. is. It, yeah. It's a. It's. I guess it's a legal drug, an expensive legal drug. Exactly. Yeah. So. Very expensive. Yeah. And then at that point, y'all went to the clubhouse. Yeah. Y'all go back to the clubhouse. You just won your first cast. Uh, you won with three twenty-five plus, and Mister Jeff was three hundred plus, and the other two guys they. They fell out. They were through. Yeah. Yep. And y'all went back to the clubhouse for about an hour? Yeah, we were sitting around there for, it might not have been quite an hour, but it was close to it. Okay. Uh, um, we were sitting there watching the radar, and, and we all knew there was a storm moving in. But, um, yeah, there was quite a rain a rain cloud moving in on us. So we were waiting, and the other guys all come back. So we quickly took our pictures and got back out there as soon as we could. So what what time do you think y'all went out for the second cast? Um, I'm actually not a hundred percent sure. I think it was, it was right around maybe three thirty. I got you. So like three thirty in the morning, y'all going out for yeah. the second cast. That's pretty tough after being up all night. Yeah. So you drew out with, can you tell us? Uh, Greg Maynard. Uh huh. I was sleepy. Um, Jake Moore, Hunt Deuce, and uh, uh, Nick Brady with uh, PBR. I got you. Sounds uh, like some pretty stiff competition. Oh, it is. Yeah, definitely. I, I knew I had my hands full. <laughs> All right. So so cast two, did they take you to the same spot or a different spot? No, no. We went to a different spot. It was, uh, it was a really nice, really nice big section of timber. Um, we cut loose and, and sleepy. Uh, Greg Maynard, he started for 100. And his dog, I mean, open wide, open right, right-handed, just out across the wide open field over across the road. And uh, mine, I I thought mine struck straight in. I didn't strike her. I mean, she barked once, and and Jake struck his dog. So we kind of left it. It was still in the minute, so I just kind of left it. And then all of a sudden, his dog opens up there over there with Greg's dog. So he took a minus there. So Jake struck for fifty five and took minus for. Uh, he struck for seventy five, and I'm... then yeah, took yeah. took the minus yeah, and then struck okay. back in for seventy. Um, so mine. Uh, a little bit left-handed from where we cut her loose, left-handed and about 800 yards. And so I struck for 50. Uh-huh. Um, and she was in some, some thick swamp and just beating around and beating around. And and PBR still hadn't struck at this point. So we were walking down, kind of trying to split the difference a little bit between the dogs and walking down the road a little bit. And then uh, PBR kind of come down the road right to us. And then all of a sudden he just fell treed right there, right pretty much where we cut him loose at. PBR did? Yeah. He struck for 25 and fell treed right there next to y'all. 
Yeah, I mean, within 50 yards from his party. Um, so we shined the tree and had, he had two coons setting up a big gun tree. Heck, so we're sitting at 125 plus right now. Yeah, uh, so he, he pulled off the tree and, and walked his minute. And uh, then I treed mine. Um, she was about, uh, I'd say, point, uh, she was like 0.56 or something like that from where we were standing at the time. Um, when she come treed, I treed her and he recut PBR. We, had, we hadn't heard anything from the other dogs in a while, actually, because while we were shining or just getting ready to shine PBR's first tree there, um, somebody started shooting gunshots off right over there by where the other two dogs were at. Oh, heck, heck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got a little little nerved up there for a little bit. We didn't know what was going on. Um, but then gunshots kind of quit, and we shined the tree and then walked in towards mine. But we hadn't heard the other dogs for quite a while. And we knew the ring was moving in, and I knew it was it was really important to to try to get them get that first tree yeah. scored before the rain comes. So. We walk back to her, and she's she's got a coon. So you at 150 uh, plus. I'm at 150 plus, mm-hmm. and PBR is at 125 plus. Um, and uh, Jake Moore was sitting at 75 minus and struck for 75, and Sleepy was at 100 Hard. pending. Yep. Um, so we cut back. Well, I cut her back loose, and and she went about oh I don't know maybe 50 yards from where her first tree was. She whipped around back back towards where she was just treed at. And uh, before we made it, I don't know, 100 yards from her, she was treed again. Was she but, in the same area that she got treed the first time? Yeah, she was maybe maybe 50 yards from her first tree there. Did you think that she went back to the tree? No, I was I was fairly certain she didn't. I mean, she normally don't make a problem with that. With all these kitten coons around like this, she's oh. normally pretty good at, at uh, you know, picking off the whole family of them. Wow. So, so you struck back in for a quarter, and then you treed her? Yeah, um... PBR was treed just, I mean, he treed PBR as we were shining my tree. Okay. So, so, um, I, we found her coon. I pulled her off, walked a minute, cut her back loose. And she goes, whips around, goes back about 50 yards from where she was treated at and comes treated again. So we, we'd started walking towards PBR at the time. So How I far struck was the quarter. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'd say probably oh, around seven, 800 yards, maybe. Okay. Um, so we started walking towards him. I treed mine in again and we get over there to him and and just as we were maybe i don't know 50 yards 75 yards from his tree he comes out off the tree and he was right off the edge of a cornfield and just a tree line through the middle of two uh, well actually the other side was beans and, and right side was corn but he come out towards the corn and he actually out, went out in about a row or two into the corn just kind of made a loop and went back towards the tree but well, um i mean he went a little bit too far and judge minus him for it so he got minus uh a hundred. A hundred. So he's yeah. sitting at twenty five plus. 20, yeah, he's sitting at twenty five plus. And um so we started walking back towards mine again. And the rain had just started starting to come down pretty good at that time. Um we walked all the way back. Well, I mean PBR whipped around the corner there and come right back to the tree. So he treed him in again, right? As we were just I mean, yeah. we were pretty much still standing there, but um so he treated him in again we started walking towards mine the rain was coming down pretty good and by the time we got to her tree i mean it was it was coming down pretty decent we were soaked um we get in there and start shining her tree and she's got a big old cottonwood tree and i i thought i could have swore i had i found heat up there i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure the, the lens on the thermal kept on fogging up with all that rain yeah so we shine and shine i couldn't find nothing um i don't know if she had it or not i i for sure figured she did but 
because um, she's normally pretty honest about it. So you're and, 150 plus and 125 circle. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, oh, actually, as, as we were walking towards her tree, Greg treed Sleepy about 900 yards on way back past uh, where PBR was treated at. Okay. So, yeah, and I, I honestly, I honestly figured and was really hoping we would never hear that dog again because the rain kept picking up and picking up and picking up. And I, I figured for sure there's no way we we're gonna hear that dog again. So at the time that you got done with your second tree, what, how much time you think was left in the hunt before y'all went towards, back towards Nick's dog? Uh, there, I think it was like right around 25 minutes left. So you got 25 minutes left to walk to Nick's dog, and to Greg's dog. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, so then, y'all do a trek back to Nick's dog, to the PBR dog. Yeah, um, mine actually, she never did get struck in again. Uh, she she was treated before the hunt was over, but we, I mean, she was well, like, well out of hearing by that time. Yeah. Um, and we get back over there to PBR, and it was, I mean, it was coming down pretty good at that time. I mean, it was it was tough to shine a tree at all. Wow. Um, we didn't we didn't find nothing on that tree either, so he pulled off and pulled and walked a minute and cut him back loose and he ended up never really doing anything else the rest of the hunt there but so we we were standing there at pbr street and i, and I was and i was just thinking well there's no way we're gonna hear that sleepy dog again there's i mean there's just no way with the rain coming down like this i just figured for sure we wouldn't hear that dog but he pulled him off the tree and <laughs> you wouldn't believe it there was that sleepy dog sitting there tree <laughs> uh so yeah we walked across the bean field towards him and i'd say he was probably um i'd say 900 some maybe 900 to a thousand yards from where pbr was treated at what's going through your head i'm whooped oh yeah absolutely i thought it was done for i mean i just knew for sure i mean because there probably ain't much time left at this point oh no oh actually no i mean i think when we pulled off a pbr tree i think there might have been maybe four or five minutes at the most left and you know yours is out of pocket so oh yeah yeah there was no way i was gonna hear mine um oh. and so and i was watching watching the tracker and i i knew she was she was treating there again and i tried my best to make sure i tried to listen and hear her but there was no way i was going to hear her yeah so so we walk on over to sleepy tree and walking in there i just i just i had no doubt in my mind that we'd find a king on that tree and because he had 200 pending on that i was sitting at 150 so um we get in there i mean it's a big big old den tree um uh, branches going off into other other mulberry trees right there beside it and we shine and shine and shine and about seven minutes left on the shine time and i was thinking oh it might actually happen and huh. you wouldn't believe it i i couldn't <laughs> i was tickled to death i could not believe we did not find a coon on that tree man what, what was it like your first ever pro sport hunt uh the inner and you won so what what was uh, that feeling like? Could you explain it? Have, was it anywhere close to when, coming in second at Super Stakes? Um, it was close, yeah. But this was actually, I mean, this was actually a, a win. I mean, it wasn't a second place. You know, yeah. it, that first place is just, it's just much better. Um, I get it. Um, yeah, it was. I was definitely my nerves were a little bit on end there. By the time we got done done with shining head tree, I mean, I just, I had no doubt in my mind we would find a coon on that tree. Now, how far was Roxy at the end of the hunt from you? Um, she's like 0.85, I think from where sleepy was treated at. Now, um, was she close to a road or, uh, she was actually from where our trucks were parked at. She was uh, about 400 yards straight in. Oh, um, so you didn't have a terrible walk to, to get uh, back to no. the vehicle. 
Oh no, no. She actually, I mean, I, she was right on a tree line and by the time we pulled off a sleepy tree, the rain had actually, I mean, it was still coming down a little bit, but, but walking back towards the truck and it pretty much quit. I mean, it was basically done. I bet you didn't mind being wet at that moment. Oh, not at all. I mean, even the two hour <laughs> ride home was not bad at all. <laughs> oh man. I bet that was awesome. Oh, I, I was tickled to death. I, I couldn't believe it. I bet that was awesome, man. I, I tell you what, that doing what you've accomplished, that's, it's tough to do with the competition out there and the dogs and then to do it with a dog that you've trained as a puppy. And it sounds oh, like yeah. she likes to have them coons, man. That's, that's a heck of a job. Absolutely. I, I'm pretty proud of her. That's for sure. Oh, I, I would be too. I'm, I'm sure you probably going to have people beating down your door trying to get her now. Oh, they're going to have to have some very, very deep pockets in order to get older. Well, um, I won't make that mistake again. I'm just put it that way. Don't price what you ain't willing to sell exactly yeah i got you yeah all right man i'm gonna i'm gonna cut us out of here so you can go and, and hunt uh are you going to go so are you gonna hunt any more hunts coming up i know you got a pkc hunt tonight yeah um actually i'm i was trying to get well if greg can get me an answer anyway i know the answers are all sold out for next weekend in reading yeah um pro sport hunt but uh greg said he might be able to get me an entry for that i'm hoping uh i'm really hoping he can get me one because and those entries sold out in a matter of minutes. And 64 oh, yeah. entries, 64 entries, they were gone in a matter of no time. Ain't that crazy? Oh, it is. Yeah, I just, yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> I was I was wanting to get an entry. I I was waiting for them to come on sale, and in a matter of minutes, they was done, gone. Mm. But, oh, well. Well, Earl, I'm going to be honest with you, man. It, it's, a, it's a heck of a job to do what you've done, especially on your first hunt, the first night you signed up. So you know i'm tickled to death for you and we're just coming on trying to celebrate you and your dogs and and there ain't very many people out there doing it with their own dogs so so congratulations and from us at the hunting dog public uh we just really want to tell you how excited we are for you hey i appreciate every bit of that that's for sure um i didn't i put the time and effort into it that's for sure and it's, it's, it's a great feeling to actually actually know that it's it's paying off you know it's um all that time wasn't for nothing amen amen you know there's a lot of us or a lot of people and us me whoever included that a lot of us spend the time and and never never get there so you know it takes a special dog and a special handler yeah well, it's, it definitely, it feels good when it comes together. That's for sure. I understand, buddy. Well, good, good luck tonight. And hopefully I'll be interviewing you in the near future. Hey, I'm, absolutely. Um, hopefully after next weekend, maybe. <laughs> hopefully after next weekend. I tell you what, I told Jeff the same thing. You know, I'd love to get one of y'all on here back to back. So, Oh, that would be nice. If, if you can get on there, man, good luck to you. And, and we'll be rooting for y'all. All right, I appreciate that. Thank you, and thank you for spending the time to to let us interview you. Yep, not a problem. All right, buddy, good luck tonight. All right, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Yep, bye.